Welcome to me again, week 32, Do You Like Jazz? An episode where I bleach some shirts, learn to make cocktails, and I win some free whiskey. And you'll hear all about it on this week's episode of Me Again, a self-help podcast about helping myself. Hey everybody, it's me again. Had a very, very good day for uh, multiple reasons. But yeah, I, I firstly I didn't wake up because I didn't really go to sleep. I stayed up all night watching. I talked about it last week, watching the meltdown with Jonah and Kumail. It was very good, and I just got distracted. And then at one point, I was like. If I stay up for another hour, I can play Animal Crossing, and K.K. Slider is supposed to come to my island today, which means then I can get the island designer, which means I can start making stuff. So I stayed up, then I played on Animal Crossing for an inordinate amount of time, and then, um, you know what, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness so I can really describe what happened next. Number one, what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for VR, because with every other workout I've ever had, whether that be DDP yoga, whether that be weight training. If I dip out for like a week, or in this case, I think it was 22 days, it had been, it, it had been since I had worked out in VR, um, there will be a little bit of a grace period of like, oh no, this sucks. Oh God, just gotta, just gotta push through and then we'll make it. I didn't. I literally put on the VR helmet, opened Beat Saber, and just like, God, I was like, yeah, let's go, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was like, there was no learning curve. It was like riding a bike. I just hopped back on. I was ready to go. I was killing it. At one point, like, my shoulders hurt a little bit, but I was like, oh, that means I'm turning the muscles on, baby. I'm getting it going. So it was very good. I finally hopped back into VR today because what I did today to help myself is I had a moment, and it was a moment early in the day when I was playing Animal Crossing, and I realized if I went to bed, I would end up in the same spot I had been, which is kind of frantically running throughout the day, not being able to do anything decent, and basically ruining my day because I end up speeding throughout the day, not eating healthily, and I remember thinking that and saying, well, I can just stay up. Uh, because I knew I had had a little bit of sleep the night before. I think I went to bed at like 8 on Saturday, woke up around 10. So uh, I had a two-hour nap. <laughs> and so I remember just thinking, I could change it all right now. I could definitely adopt better stuff right now and at least do it for a day and pray that it sticks for this day. Like I said last week, when it comes to addiction or changing your life or anything, you don't have to worry about forever. You just got to worry about today. And that's where I was at. I was like, I'm just going to do today right. And so I ended up drinking protein shakes and eating like small meals every three hours as opposed to a big meal at the end of the day. And that made me feel better. Uh, I got dressed, like actually dressed, not just finding the comfiest thing I could wear and putting that on. I put on like actual jeans in this really cute outfit. Like I took that flannel, put it over. I grabbed that uh, Nerf gun I told you guys I made last week. I did like a legitimate photo shoot of me with this Nerf gun looking cool and cute. It was really, really nice. Uh, I did my hair. <laughs> like I treated it like I was about to go to my job before I went to the office. I actually got really dressed. Uh, so I did that. I got into VR and 
like it made the day so much better. Like I was able to talk to Emily, me and her were able to go back and forth. If she had an issue, she'd bring it up and then we'd talk about it. I was able to treat Ripley like better, like everything was better. And so, um, yeah, it was just a good day. And that's not to say there weren't problems like around like five or six or so I was reaching like a lull and I said, oh, I can't do this right now. So I just went downstairs for about an hour, eight, enjoyed some quality time with my family, and then immediately went back to work at seven. Like I just took a nice little break and jumped back in, and it didn't seem like the end of the world to me. It was very, very easy for me to just go, okay, I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm good with just this hour break. Now I can go back up. So it was a very, very good day because I did things right. I finally followed my own advice, and that's what I did that's awesome. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it is very dumb, but I, if I got very lucky that I had some pajama pants at my parents' house because I was about to have to drive home without pants because Emily's out of vape juice, so I decided to make her a new batch of vape juice. And halfway through, one of the bottles fell and just coated my pants. My pants were covered in vape juice. I smelled like nicotine and blueberries. It was the worst. And I just like, here's the problem, is the fact that if just like the flavorant spilled on me or like the uh, vegetable glycerin, which is like one of the main elements, if that spilled on me, that'd be fine. But the nicotine is the issue. So I had to frantically take these pants off before, like, because nicotine can be absorbed through the skin. So I just had to frantically, like, take off my pants and throw them in the hallway. Like, be gone, Satan. Be gone, demon. So I had to very quickly get rid of those pants. Uh, Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And there were uh, numerous different ways. Like I said, following my advice and doing all of these different things. I, um, one thing I'm going to end up doing is taking a master class. I'm doing a master class again. I'm going to do one on singing because I've realized I really like singing and I'd love to have the confidence of someone who knows how to sing. Uh, cause right now I am just flying by the seat of my pants when I sing and I'm like, it's all right, but it's not the best. In fact, my favorite compliment I ever got on my singing voice was, uh, I, in college, there was probably about my junior year. We had this advent where we started bringing in more musical theater stuff. We hired a musical theater teacher and I was like, that's my, no, that's not my thing. I don't sing. I don't sing. I don't sing. I don't dance. And, uh, the very last year I was there, senior year, I was in a 10 minute play that was a musical and I was like, like, oh, well, I can do that because I can just be goofy. And after the show, everyone was mad at me. They were like, why did you never try out? I'm like, because I can't sing. They're like, yeah, you can. I was like, I can? So that's one thing that I did to help myself. And the other thing I did is actually follow up on something I said last week. Because last week I was talking about the fact that I, uh, I, I am very good at building up walls that prevent me from doing healthy things. Uh, I slept too long. I've got heartburn. I've got, uh, for uh, the example I used and the example I'm going to talk about is with my VR helmet. I don't like putting on contacts. So I finally gave in today and was like, 
fine, we're going to order the lenses. So I ordered uh, custom contact, like custom lenses for the VR helmet. So it doesn't matter if I'm wearing contact. Like, I don't need to be wearing contacts. I don't need to be wearing uh, glasses or anything. I just pop them on and I'm ready to go. So I'm very excited about that. I'm just, man, it was just a really good day. It was because like, even when I had that moment of exhaustion, that moment of, oh man, I've I didn't get any sleep last night that happened. I said, well, I could keep sitting here and float in that and end up like I did on Friday. Because Friday, I was so tired that I legitimately just like threw my head on the desk and fell asleep. Or I can go downstairs, eat something, get a little bit of energy up, hang out with my parents, and then come back. So, yeah, e- even in those moments, I still had some clarity. There was I feel like I've been in a big fu- a fuzz, a fog for a while. And I'm happy to come out of it, even if it's just for a day. And another thing I just realized I'm doing to help myself. I'm home and it's 11 o'clock. It's not even midnight, y'all. And it's not like I cut off work early to get here. I got all my work done. I got everything accomplished that I wanted to do today. And I'm still home before midnight, which means I can go in, hang out, play Animal Crossing without worrying about staying up too late, watch some master class, eat some cookies. I'm probably not going to eat cookies. Actually, I don't think we have cookies. God, I want cookies. Uh, But yeah, I'm going to go do all that and just enjoy a fun night in. And I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And I had another really good day. I uh, Here's the thing that I've realized. Turns out when you wake up, get yourself dressed. And this is like good advice for like this quarantine world we're in. When you wake up and put on jeans and not the same pair of pajama pants that you definitely fell asleep in, uh, you feel better when you treat yourself like nice and with respect and say, I'm a person that's a professional. I should wear a button down shirt and jeans and look good and stylish it makes the day better. Because, I mean, because, like, in this world we live in, we pass by mirrors and we accidentally open the camera on our phones. We see ourselves all the time. Make sure what's reflecting back is something that makes you happy to see. And in my case, it's me actually getting dressed and pretending like I gave a damn. So that made me really, really happy. And it just carried throughout the day. Like, this morning was a very lazy morning. It was hang out with Ripley, play Animal Crossing, wish that they would offer more money for my turnips because I bought, like, 3,000 turnips in the game. And I'm going to go bankrupt if I can't sell them bad boys for a big profit. It's going to be real bad. Um, So a lot of that. And then came to the office and it was another one of those rocket days is the best way to describe it. Which is just go, 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 go. Then at one point my family did say, you want Pizza Hut for dinner? And I said, I will stop for a minute to eat pizza. Uh, So then, but then everything flowed. It was very good. And like I've said, that's not to say... There weren't hardships. There weren't moments where I kind of got froze riding something. But when you get frozen while riding, you just sit up, walk around, distract yourself, let your brain work on it in the background while you focus on fun stuff, and then come back to it. And that made everything work perfectly. And then I did something 
that was amazing and we will talk about in the four pillars of awesomeness but it's the last thing oh i'm teasing y'all <laughs> you gotta wait you gotta get through all this before you get to the thing that i did that was so cool first off what am i grateful for and it's a it's a dumb thing and it's contacts I did not realize how much of a hindrance glasses were to me. Actually, I think I did. Because any time I would be able to, like, sit down, because I'm very nearsighted. That's the one where I can't see far away, right? I'm nearsighted. And so any time I would sit down to read a book or look on my phone or play the Switch, those glasses got ripped off my face so quickly. Like, it's not that things were blurry close up anymore, but still, I was like, get away, be gone, demon. So I don't like wearing glasses, but also, I'm lazy, and contacts are expensive. So I'm like, I'll save them for important days. But now with the VR helmet, I have to wear them every day. And it, I slowly got reminded of, A, I look better without glasses. Especially those weird, like, nerdy ones I got now. I just... I have a face that looks better without glasses. Some people look beautiful in glasses. Not me. I'm not one of them. So, I, once again, that adds to what I was talking about. What I see reflected back at me makes me happy, so that's one thing. And also, I don't have to deal with this annoying thing on my face that gets fogged up constantly, and I gotta clean them, and I gotta throw them over there. It's just, it makes me feel so much better. I love contacts. I remember the first time I got them was in, like, sixth grade maybe it was either six no sixth grade was when I first got glasses where I think I willed myself into getting glasses because uh ever the rebel I was like oh, glasses would make me different I should get glasses and so I might have lied on a few questions <laughs> to get glasses and they're like your vision's not that bad but if you want glasses you can have my guess and I'm like excellent give me the glasses and they are the dorkiest ass glasses I've ever worn but uh Back to the thing I was talking about, contacts. Um, and I don't know why I'm going off the cuff. Like, let's do a, a solid ten minutes on contacts. But first time I got them, I remember putting them in, and it felt like magic of just, like, there's no plastic on my face, and yet nothing is blurry. The world is so clear. And, like, I have to imagine that's what people who come out of LASIK feel like, but it's a bit more permanent. Um, but yeah, for me, I'm like, oh, it's so good. And I'll fall asleep in them just to like extend the wear for a few days. When I was in college, like we couldn't afford a lot of contacts. So my dad would be like, I know they're daily wear, but you're going to wear them for multiple dailies. So I was like, okay, now what did I do today? That is awesome. And it's actually something I talked about last week. Um, and I think it might've been Saturday. I talked about it. I got to interview or assist in interviewing one of the guys who created Vice's Dark Side of the Ring series, which if you guys don't know, it take, it goes behind the scenes on like some of the dark, gritty stories of professional wrestling, and it's amazing. They just started up their second season, and I believe the number we found out was their the opening of their second season, which was, of course, about the tragedy of Chris Benoit, got the most viewers of anything ever on Vice TV. It might have been just Vice TV Originals, but even then, highest ratings ever for that network. So I got to interview that guy. I know. And here's the thing, and this is a secret. So you guys keep this between us, okay? Because he was really cool. 
I've never seen an episode of that show. I've never seen an episode of Dark Side of the Ring. This was fully for clout. I'm not even going to lie. My buddy messaged me like, hey, you want to help out on this interview because you do wrestling stuff? And I was like, absolutely. I love that show. (laughs) And then like during the interview, like there'd be moments like, oh, yeah, and we did all the reenactments. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh, uh-huh. I remember that. That was great. So there was a lot of lying that happened, Um, but I was very worried because I hadn't seen the show that I would be quickly exposed as a fraud and ruined. Nah, because come find out, that dude likes wrestling, I like wrestling. So while the other two, oh my god, Bunny, Bunny, Bunny while driving, that's a new Bunny experience, are there just bunnies pimping out in my neighborhood constantly? Yes! Anyways, he likes wrestling, I like wrestling. So while the other two were asking questions like, yeah, what was the inspiration for this? Where did you get the idea for filming it like this? I was the one who was like, can you tell me the background stories of all these people? Tell me stories. Tell me about the the big deals. And so that's when he finally would like, I I actually compared it to, uh, I afterwards I we had like a little call to talk about it. And I was like, he was in interview mode. Which you know if someone gets interviewed, they're not themselves. It takes a very good interviewer to make them make yourself not you. Unless you're me, because I'm extra all the time. And so, even me, actually. You'll hear me on interviews sometimes, and I'm just like, see, what you gotta understand is... <laughs> it's like, that's not Scotty. And the whole time, I was waiting for this guy to leave interview mode. And the only times he did was when me and him just got to, like chat about wrestling for a few so that was very good now uh wow i just now looked at i went for a while about contacts didn't i i talked a lot tonight um but what did i do that is not awesome and i i guess the doubt the doubt i experienced before doing that wasn't good i but i will say i i talked myself out of it at one point i was like hey dude you're just a wrestling fan he's a wrestling fan use that and, and that helped that helped drive me through that um i i was like i said i was a little bit lazy this morning it's not a day of like really big mistakes which makes me really happy um like nothing i could really pinpoint when i thought about it like eating pizza yes bad um kind of this is kind of a, a reoccurring one and i'm very bad about putting ripley in her crib just so i can play animal crossing but the problem is like i don't know and maybe if you guys out there are parents you can help me i don't know what to do because it's either put her in her crib, let her watch some TV and play with toys while I play with my toy of Animal Crossing, or I pick her up and I just kind of hold her next to me while I play on my phone because I don't know what to do with the baby. Because like my mom's like, well, this is the age where we started doing art. And I'm like, we only have paint, and I'm not putting paint on my baby's hand, so I'm very confused. If you guys can help, and just, like, Scotty Mo on Twitter, message me, and be like, yo, dog, this is what you do with a baby at that age, because I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I'm very confused. Like, I like playing with her, and I like having fun, but after a while, she gets bored, and is like, I don't want you anymore. I want mom. So, that's a rough time. That's kind of like a consistent, not awesome thing. Now, what did I do to help myself? Dun, dun. This is the thing I teased earlier. It's doing something 
that absolutely terrified me a few days ago. It's something that I've wanted to do, but also very much terrified me, and it's a long-form improv comedy, which I know. it's People are like, What's, what scares you? Well, death, needles, long-form improv comedy. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things that when you watch people like Middleditch and Schwartz do it, or... They're kind of the only example I have right now because I just got introduced to this concept and the fact that it can be funny and not cringy. Um, But, like, it seems effortless when they do it. Like, they even stumble upon happy little accidents and move it together. And so I was like, yeah, this can't be as easy as they're making it. And so tonight, for a load of BS, it was the first episode of our new format where all we do is focus on one idea And we don't even, like, a lot of the previous versions of A Load of BS was fluff. It was me and Blake chatting about our weeks or telling funny stories from the past, talking about what we liked from that week. And so I said, we're cutting the fluff and we're only going to focus on an idea. One idea a week, it'll probably cut the show down to about 30 minutes, which is one of the things I had wanted to do, was to cut the show down to be shorter because... It's one of those things that kind of gets grainy after a while, just hearing two guys brainstorm, especially with two separate ideas. So I was like, we'll only do one idea, cut it down to 30 minutes. We went for an hour, and I think we could have kept going if we tried. Um, because one of our a great fan hangs out on uh, Discord. Not Di- Well, he's on our Discord as well. Um, Gaster. He sent us an idea where he was making a tabletop RPG with us called BS versus The Dark Descent. And I was like, oh, that'd be awesome. Let's talk about Gaster's idea and then branch off and make our own. And then I can't remember what it was, but at one point I just started speaking in a character voice. And then Blake joined in as his character in the story. And there were moments where there was narrative and people like... because. The way we used to do it was just kind of go back and forth of like, I think this, and then maybe this, uh, we could do that. Like, this is the ending. Here's the beginning. We didn't do that. It was straight up like, here's your point. This is where you are in the story. Live in this truth. Now, how do we get to the next point? And I kind of took control and was like, okay, at this point we move here and then we move here and then we go to the villain's lair and then this. And we didn't know what the ending was going to be. And it was just this kind of magical moment that reminded me of why we did this show in the first place. Because at the end, Gaster said that almost the exact quote that I talk about when I talk about a load of BS is I want people to go away saying, I liked it. I have no idea what the hell just happened, but I liked it. And that's what Gaster said. He was like, I liked it. It feels like I just took a load of ketamine, but I very much liked it. So I was like, that's cool. And yeah, it, it was, it still had some good BS back and forth. It had some jokes, but it was me and Blake telling a story using character voices, being goofy, and getting back to what we do best. And it made me really, really happy. Uh, Check it out if you guys don't mind profanity and someone trying to have sex with the sun because that was a crux and we don't know why. Uh, But yeah, it was a very, very good night. We had a lot of fun recording it and I kind of hope that's what BS is like now is a lot more akin to what we did tonight versus the old version where we were like, ah, we got to come up with an idea. Instead, it's 
we're going to just do this and see where it takes us. It, it's not a, okay, well, let's figure out the story. It's we're going to drag, we're going to grab onto the tail of this dragon and see where it leads us. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm excited. I'm, I'm happy. I'm really happy. And I'm going to go inside and, yeah, I'm going to play Animal Crossing. You guys know. You already know. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I'm an extremely exhausted boy right now after a very, uh, not not good, not bad, in-between day. And I say that because it was one of those days where a bunch of good, fun stuff happened, and then a bunch of really negative stuff happened, and it just kind of evened itself out, essentially, is where I'm at. But, um, yeah, I'm exhausted because I did not go to sleep until... 10 this no 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 I went to sleep at like 7 this morning and then had to get up at 11 to start working so yeah your boy's exhausted I will say completely and totally self-imposed because I downloaded a game for the iPhone called The Room and it is a it's essentially a puzzle box game you get to go through and solve this series of puzzle boxes and uncover this weird like supernatural mystery behind it and it was really really fun and i fell down the rabbit hole and said i have to solve the whole thing and so i did and that is why i am now just so tired i'm so tired right now that you know usually when i get off after talking to you guys, I will go in, play Animal Crossing, or hang out a bit, and then go to bed. No, it is going to be a plop-down sleep kind of night, I think, right now. Uh, but let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness so I can explain this weird, crazy, stressful day I had. Number one, what am I grateful for? It is something that, uh, causes rifts in friendship. It causes the biggest arguments of all time. It is a chaos bringer of a game, and it's Uno. I downloaded Uno. I've got it on the Switch, and I've got it on my iPhone as well. I didn't realize how many new crazy rules there were to Uno. Like, if you play, I've got the one on the iPhone has some cool rules, like if someone plays a plus two, you can play one on top of it, and it just keeps adding and adding. I've played versions where, like, if you play a seven, you get to swap hands with another player. If you play a zero, everyone has to swap hands to the left. It's really awesome, and it's one of those games almost akin to Mario Party, when I brought Mario Party to the table back in, wow, I think it was in November. Uh, it's one of those games where everything can just change on a dime. Like, everything you thought you were doing in the game that was right suddenly goes wrong. You suddenly end up from uh, having Uno to having five cards in your hand. And I love games like that, where everything can change on a dime, because everything can go in your favor, or everything can go wrong in an instant. Um, I like games like Uno does this, Mario Party's like this. Uh, this one's a little bit more... Uh, specific, but Nine Ball is like this as well. I love playing Nine Ball because in uh, if you've ever seen the movie The Color of Money, he has an opening monologue that perfectly describes it. But it's like, you can try to get as good as you can, but every once in a while, you'll meet a guy who can just hit the... Uh, randomly get the Nine Ball in before anything else happens 
on the on the board. Like the nine is the most important part of it. Man, I want to watch The Color of Money. So yeah, I love Uno. I really do. I uh, if I was not so exhausted, I'd probably want to go in and play it right now. And it's fun to it's one of those games that's fun to watch other people play too, because you get to watch other people get aggravated as people play plus fours and plus twos. It's so good. Now, what did I do today that is awesome? And it's something that I just got done doing. I shouldn't have done it because it was a rabbit hole kind of thing. But for uh, JXT, one of our little programs with pro wrestling, we just had a tag team return that was me and Blake's favorite characters in the entire game. We wrote them off uh, back in October, I think it is. We got rid of one of the characters and we said, oh no, we can't have this tag team anymore. Well, they came back recently, and I decided to design a shirt for them. And I don't know if it's because I've been designing for Deviant a lot lately, but I'm really into this, like, 1980s heavy metal, hair metal aesthetic for shirts. And so, basically, the gist behind the team is it's a... Okay, I swear this isn't the sleepiness talking, but it's a dragon that teams up with Zeus literal Zeus, and we call them Gods on Parade. So I took inspiration from that and put like these two epic dragon wings across the top of the shirt, and then a lightning bolt shooting down from the center, and the lightning bolt strikes the name Gods on Parade. It looks really, really dope. It looks like it came out of like an old school Metallica concert, and I love it a lot. It was a really cool shirt, and it was a surprisingly simple design. I didn't think like, uh, usually when I jump into designing something, I will take, like, two, three hours. This was maybe 45 minutes, maybe an hour, if that. So, I was very proud of it. Uh, I was very proud of that design, and I hope people love it and buy it and give me money. Now, what did I do that's not awesome? And it's something that, I, I guess it's also kind of awesome because it's my first time getting to do something but I kind of had to ground a child today. It was my first grounding because, and it wasn't the baby. I did not ground the baby, although that would be hilarious. No, it's, uh, well, CJ had been acting up all day. He was drawing on his grandmother's walls with a marker. He was talking back to his mom and like literally mocking her, like making fun of her. And that's when I was like, oh, this isn't good. And he wouldn't eat his dinner. Like there was a whole series of stuff and we were kind of letting it go because we figured today was the day where Ripley also went to his grandma's with him. So he had to share attention. So uh, we're, we're thinking that might have been part of it. But so we were letting a lot go. And then finally, it was right before his bedtime. I'm in the bedroom taking care of Ripley. Emily is off trying to decompress because it was a very stressful day for her because she had a migraine. And so CJ came in the room with us. And then immediately started acting up, climbing underneath the blankets, kicking his legs around, and then kicking me. Like, at first I was like, I don't think he means to be doing this, and then he kept doing it. And so that's when I joked around with him at first, but then I had to be like, hey, dude, don't kick people. You do not kick people. And uh, he goes, okay, and then I turn around and he kicks me again. And that's when I was like, oh, you just made a mistake there, bud, because now it's bedtime. It's bedtime. He's like, what? No, no, it shouldn't be bedtime. Because uh, for some reason he thought it was still daylight, but it wasn't. So I said, how about this? You go into your bedroom, pick you out a book to read. So I was giving him like, hey, you can entertain yourself. You can have a book to read. You can have a nice entertaining time. And so I followed him into the bedroom to make sure that he wasn't like playing with toys or doing anything off. 
And he immediately uh, plopped in the bed and was being fussy about like, oh, I don't want to go to bed. It's been, I don't want to be at bedtime. And uh, yeah, I told him, get you a book, read you. I don't want to read. You need to read a book. You need to learn something, bud. Like with no school, you need to kind of work on stuff. And he's like, I don't want to. And so I was like, get a book. He grabbed the uh, the first book he saw, which is the thinnest book I saw uh, on his bookshelf. And he yeeted it into his bed. He threw this book across the room and it landed behind his bed where he couldn't reach it. And that was the moment I was like, okay, if you're going to act like this after you've acted the way you have all day, no Nintendo Switch for the entire weekend. So this entire weekend is going to be fun because he's not going to have the Switch to play with. But that does mean I get to play Animal Crossing more, which makes me very happy. Um, and so that's when he was like, I'm grounded. Can't believe it. Can't believe I'm grounded. Because he's also one of those people that's like, he does not like getting in trouble. Which I guess is the point of getting in trouble. I don't know anyone who's into it. And so uh, he he kept pouting, kept pouting, wouldn't read books. And so eventually I just had to leave him. And luckily Emily kind of swept in and got to play good cop to my bad cop. But yeah, it was a it was a rough go. It was a rough go because it was one of those moments, uh, a polarizing moment for me as a parent, just to be like, I don't know what I feel like. This is the right thing to do because he's acting up, so he needs to be punished. So I'm gonna do this. But it's really weird. Like that's the weird thing about like becoming a step parent to a kid is. You don't get, like, the experience, you know? Because, like, I feel like the problems grow exponentially and you grow with the problems. So right now with Ripley, all I got to worry about is if she has a dirty diaper, if she needs formula, if she if her teeth are hurting. That's it. And then it's going to grow to, like, oh, she's being a little bit fussy. Or, oh, now it's going to grow to this and this and this. And you grow with that. You just It's like you're getting dropped in to level 90 of a video game that you've never played. That's kind of what it feels like. So, yeah, it, it was a rough go for that because I'm like, I think I'm doing what's right. And Emily was like, yeah, that's that's how you needed to handle it. So felt good, but it was also a rough time because I don't like playing bad cop. Now, finally, how did I help myself? And, yes, I worked out. And, yes, I ate somewhat healthily. I had grilled chicken for dinner. And, yes, I did all the stuff I'm supposed to do. But how I really helped myself is by coming up with a tiered multi-day plan to create the ultimate Animal Crossing island. Yes, I know I'm a nerd, but like I was I was about to set up a bullet journal for what to do in Animal Crossing day by day cuz like I've got to move all of my houses into this one residential area and then I made a beautiful waterfall section that's where my house is going to go and then my island is called Papa John's, so uh, for for a very long time, I just kind of had a big Papa John sign and a Papa John's flag and stuff like that. But now I realized, oh wait a minute, with every account I make on uh, I make on the Switch, I can add a new house. So I'm going to go in on one of em- on Emily's account make a house, but turn it into a Papa John's. So I'm going to have a Papa John's house. I'm very excited about it. And yeah, it's one of the, I technically beat the game either yesterday. It was a few days ago. I actually beat Animal Crossing. And the way you beat it is you get your island to level three, uh, like a a three-star island, and then this guitar dog named K.K. Slider comes and performs the credits roll, and now it's just a free-for-all. And I usually, once a game becomes a free-for-all, I kind of freeze because I'm like, oh, no, what do I do now? 
I have to make the fun for myself. And now I'm making the fun for myself. I'm figuring out what I want to do for my island. I'm very excited about it. Oh my god, I am so tired. So I'm going to go inside and just plop on that bed and go to bed and bed, 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 bed. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey everybody, it's me again, and I had a very, very, very good day. It was such a good day, my posture got better. That's how insanely good of a day. Like, I sat down in my chair, where I'm, like my office chair, where I'm usually like, lean back, with my mind on my money, and my money on my mind, and I was like, no, I need to, and like I sat up, I used my lumbar pillow correctly, which is the most old man sentence I've ever said. Yeah, it was just a very, very good day. I will say, did not get much sleep last night. I think I got probably about four hours overall, um, which is weird given the fact that I needed sleep last night, just wasn't able to get it. Um, the fact that I'm not that sleepy right now, though, is a little bit telling of how things are about to go, even though it is two in the morning. Um, but yeah, it was a very good day. Uh, hung out with Emily and only played it. Like, here's the thing. I love Animal Crossing, but I do realize I play it too much. Only played it a little bit today. Only, uh, did what I needed to do. And then Jim from Opposite Attractions came over and I showed him my new place. But other than that, uh, it was mostly a day hanging out with Emily, hanging out with Ripley. Emily had a very light day at work, which meant she got to stray away from the computer and hang out. And we did some really fun stuff that I will talk about when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. But before I can talk about what I did this morning, I gotta talk about what I did this afternoon, which is win free whiskey! Yes! So if anyone wants to know what I'm grateful for today, I'm grateful for some free whiskey coming my way from former WWE NXT Tag Team Champion Aiden English, uh, former WWE 205 Live commentator, one of my favorite boys they've ever had in that company. He was unfortunately uh, released recently, and he, uh, but he's also a very big whiskey boy like I am, and he is now Matt. I will not call him Aiden because I'm not an asshole. Uh, so Matt put on a competition, basically, kind of uh, to raise money, but also to be nice. Uh, but, you know, he just got released from WWE, so he was like, if you buy just one of my shirts from Pro Wrestling Tees, you'll be entered into a contest to win a barrel pick, which meant he went to, I think it's New Rift Distilling Company in Kentucky. He went, he went there and did, literally picked out, this is the barrel I want. And then they, uh, they gave him just the whole ass barrel and he got to bottle it. And, uh, he's now giving me one of the bottles, which makes me very excited. And so I was on there watching a live stream and they were talking up the bottle, how good it was. I was chatting. And the worst part of the whole thing was the fact that during, I was watching it on my computer through like an add on for Google Chrome. And he goes, and the winner of the contest will be announced now. And it is. And that little swirl came up that let me know it was loading. And I went, no! <laughs> How dare you know? <laughs> and so then, luckily, I got it on uh, at the moment where he goes, it's S-C-O-T-T-Y-E, 
M-O-R-E. Like, I'm like, Frizzly, don't dox me. But yes, because he was trying to figure out how to pronounce my name. And I'm like, look, it's just Scotty. It's not that hard. He was like, I'm, I'm happy you were in the uh, chat. You were hanging out with us. It was a good time. And I was like, yes. So I got some free whiskey. I can't wait to get it in. I'm going to try to convince him to come on the show to talk about, uh, come on a load of BS to talk on a Southern Mythology episode, which should be very, very fun. But yeah, it was just a good time hanging out, talking whiskey, and some things happen we'll talk about later. <laughs> but for now, what did I do that's awesome? And it is be very creative all day. Firstly, this is how I know what I did was awesome, is the fact that I finished the season finale of Deviant tonight, and it is mm, amazing. It is perfect. It is the ultimate climax to this season that I want. And... Uh, yeah, that doesn't even scratch the surface because today me and Emily were hanging out and she goes, I'm going to go to CVS. I'm going to get bleach for our hair. Do you want anything? I'm like, can you get normal bleach? Which did weird her out for a minute. She was like, you know, you're not supposed to inject it, right? I'm like, no, no, no. Uh, and so what I did was acid wash a few of my old BS shirts and they look so badass. They look so cool. I love the way they turned out. It makes me want to just pour bleach on all my clothes if they turn out looking this cool. So that was awesome. Then we went inside and Emily was trying to figure out how to do uh, make something uh, sensory, like a sensory toy for Ripley. And she settled on a sensory bottle, which is essentially where you shove a bunch of crap in a bottle and give it to a baby. And so we took it and we put in like this pink and purple food coloring and some water and then mixed in some cotton balls to look like clouds and then just ruined it with glitter. <laughs> we threw, Emily has no lie, three cases of glitter in our house. I don't know why, I don't know where they've come from, but she has three whole cases of glitter, including something called Glitter Flakes, which I didn't know what that was. It's just big-ass glitter. It's like these massive chunks of glitter, so I mixed some of that in there. Looked really cool. Then I painted my shoes for some reason. It was just a fantastic time over there this morning. And like I said, in addition to that creativity, also have been creative in Animal Crossing, figuring out I got my bathroom installed today. I was very excited about that. I'm going to be moving my house tomorrow to my new location and then setting up Emily with her Papa John's, which is a bizarre sentence to say. Uh, it was just a fun, fun, creative day that led to a lot of really cool things in my life. Now, here's the thing, and this is what I did that wasn't awesome, spoiler alert. As I said, I did not have much sleep last night, and I had spent a majority of my day being very creative, so I hadn't eaten anything by the time I started watching Matt's uh, Instagram stream, and actually, no, 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 I had a, a Red Bull slush from Sonic, so you know I was a little hyper, at which point I'm like, well, Matt's enjoying a little bit of whiskey, I will enjoy whiskey as well, so I had... Uh, I had a glass of Triple Smoke from Corsair, one of my favorites. I had a glass of Elijah Craig, I think it was. And then afterwards, I went downstairs with my parents to watch wrestling. And I uh, got some Wild Turkey 101 from my dad. That's one of his favorites. I didn't like it at first. Turns out it's actually very, very good. But here's the thing. I had no sleep. I hadn't eaten. And about halfway through that glass of Wild Turkey 101, everything hit me at once of like... 
Oh, no, you've made a terrible mistake. And that was the point where I knew like a countdown was starting, like I was in 24 or something. And I just looked over at my mom like, Mom, I need food now. I need the food. Please, for the love of God, get me food or else I will die. And so mom was very gracious. She made me nachos. They were delicious. And then I woke up. (laughs) I literally... Finished my nachos, put everything up, sat back on the couch, turned to watch wrestling, and then it was 9.45 at night. Wrestling ends at 9. <laughs> so I straight up just passed out on the couch, uh, just like my body going, all right, you've done your worst. We're going to go into shutdown mode. I hope you realize this. And so then I woke up about the time my parents were like, hey, you good? And I'm like, yeah. Do I need to drive you home? No, I I should be good cuz like it wasn't the it wasn't like I was well I was drunk but it was because I had nothing on my stomach. Luckily the nachos soaked it all up so now I just felt groggy. And that is what I led that's what led to what I did today to help myself. Because I kind of just sat there for a few minutes recovering and I said, "Yeah, I better get ready to go home. Let's go home. I I feel like crap." And then in my head, I had this moment, and it was like Terry Crews as the Army General speaking to me like, Hey, this is a moment where you make a choice. You were supposed to work today. You were supposed to get deviant done. You were supposed to do a load of BS. You didn't do any of that. You sat on your ass. You drank whiskey. You ate nachos and watched wrestling. That's not what you came over here to do today. You came to work. And then in my head, I could hear like, Dun, 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 dun. And I said, screw it. I'm going to get at least a load of BS done. Went up to my office, got BS done, said, I'm going to move on. I'm going to do Deviant. And as I've said before, I'll say it again. Action begats more action begats more action. And by the end of it, I had Deviant done. I had BS uploaded. I had more stuff getting ready to be uploaded. And it was just one of those kind of defining moments where... I realized if I had come home feeling like crap, I would have probably sat around and kept feeling like crap. Because I already was like having a little bit of that depressiveness hit me and just being like, I can't believe I did this. It sucks. I can't believe it. And then I had that awakening of like, if you feel like you're, if you feel like crap, stop it. Like, you know what'll make you feel better? Getting work done, getting the stuff you were supposed to do done. So go do it. And so got off my ass, went up to my room and got it all done. And as you guys can hear in my voice, I am very happy right now, as opposed to earlier where I guarantee if I had, this is weird. If I had came home earlier, I wouldn't have been able to record this podcast because I felt so groggy and so down on myself that I had to go in. I had to work. I had to kind of clear myself of them demons as it was, and it made me feel so much better. So that is how I helped myself today. Like I said, it was a fantastic day. I've got acid wash shirts, free whiskey. I painted my shoes with glitter at one point. Ripley has a jar full of cotton and glitter. (laughs) And it was just fantastic. And now I am going to go in, get some rest, and I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again. And it was a good day 
But it was a good day in the same way that, like, a movie is good, because I wasn't really that part of it. I was very distant today because I made a very big mistake, a mistake we will talk about later in the show that did lead to me being very, very exhausted all day. So I didn't really, like, we weren't able to record Fight Boys tonight because I was that tired. I was very out of it all day, and kind of my whims were carrying me places instead of, like, dedication to what needed to be done, you know? So let's just talk about that when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? Today I'm grateful for happy accidents because my purple hair had been fading very, very quickly and my roots were starting to grow out and Emily was going to redo her hair. And uh, like I talked to, I think it was yesterday, she got bleach for us to do our hair again. And so Emily put on the major, like literally an entire kit worth of bleach on my head and it wasn't enough. And so she left my bangs like without bleach and then rushed to put together the other kit and then put that on my hair. It led to this really dope-ass two-toned look where, like, there's hints of lavender from where the purple's left over in the front half of my hair, and it bleeds into, like, this perfect blonde. Like, the blonde I wanted the first time we bleached my hair, that's what I have going on in the back, and it just looks so good. Because at first, I looked really weird, and it was right before I had dried my hair and actually put product in it and stuff, but uh, I remember looking, and I even put a joke on Twitter saying I looked like the basis for every pop-punk band ever. And so I, I made that joke, and then I dried it and made it, like, zhuzhed it up, and I went, oh, no, it looks good, because we were just going to re-dye it purple, but no, it looks too good, so I'm going to be a blonde boy now, and it was all a happy accident. It was all thanks to Emily not being able to do bleach fast enough, and it ended up looking really, really cool. So that's what I'm grateful for, happy accidents. Um, now, what did I do that is awesome? And it is... It's trying to get more free whiskey, I'm not going to lie, because uh, Corsair Distillery, which I actually talked about yesterday, they're my favorite, one of my favorite distilleries, they, have, they make my favorite whiskey, it's called Triple Smoke, they're doing a competition right now with this group called Whiskies of the World, I think it's like an actual whiskey, uh, like a con almost, like a whiskey con, and... All it is is, hey, we're going to do a virtual cocktail competition, make a cocktail using one of their products, send it in, you could win something. And I wasn't gonna. And then I was bored, and I was. it was after uh, we were about to record Fight Boys, my computer blue screened, and that was the last straw. I said, I'm not doing anything work-related for the rest of the night. And uh, so I said, well, let me look at that competition. I realized no one's entered it. Like, only a f from what I've seen, in all honesty, there may be thousands of people entering it, and I can't see it, but from what I saw, no one had entered it. So I was like, well, now that my bets are hedged, let's see what we can play with. And I was able to implement the stuff I learned from the master classes. So, like, the other week, I took that master class on making cocktails. I put that into play tonight. And I've never, like, experimented with a cocktail before. I've always been firmly like, all right, this is what a whiskey sour is. I will make it like this. The most I've experimented is, like, by putting salt in it because salt will, like, up sweetness sometimes. But 
Uh, I actually made three different cocktail variations, literally called my mom downstairs and said, okay, this one's a variation on an old-fashioned. What do you think? Oh, that one's good. Uh, this one's a variation on a whiskey sour. Eh, it's a little bit too, uh, a little too bitter. Okay, this one's a variation on a penicillin. She did not like that one because a penicillin has super smoky whiskey floating on the top of it, so it's really jank. And so uh, we came down to the fact of like, well, what if we took the egg white out of the... Uh, out of the whiskey sour, put it in the old-fashioned, mixed it up a little bit, and did that, and it turned out amazing. It turned out really, really good, so I took a picture of it, uh, put the entire recipe on Instagram, so if you go to my Instagram right now, you can see the recipe for the drink that I have dubbed the Old Smoky, and the way I made it is dope, because I actually made something. I took some very old, like, frozen berries we had, which they weren't bad, they're just, you know, old. I took those a little orange juice, some water, heated it up, and made this delicious sauce out of it. Like, it tastes supreme. It is so good. And that was my key ingredient I used in all of my different cocktails. I know I had to use that. I had to use uh, Corsair whiskey, because that was one of the requirements of the competition. And, yeah, I just made a cocktail that I really, really liked. So I'm really excited. I'm excited to show it to Blake, too, because I know he's going to love it. Because he loves whiskey sours, and I know he'll love that berry taste. It's good. I had a really good time. I'm really happy. I got to make a cocktail, and I might get some free stuff out of it, and you know your boy loves free stuff. Now, what did I do that was not awesome? And it's the fact that after I got done talking to you guys last night, I went inside and said, well, I'm just going to chill about for a few and play a little Animal Crossing. That was five, and then five hours later, I looked down, and I think I was designing something. I was designing, uh, there's a hoodie you can get in Epcot of Figment, which is like the unofficial mascot of Epcot. Uh, I made that hoodie in Animal Crossing, and I got, I clicked out of the app where you can design clothes, and the sun was coming up in Animal Crossing, and that's when I went, oh no, it's very late. So I stayed up all night. And then Emily came in the living room and just looked down at me. And I was, like, pretending to be groggy. Like, oh, I'm, I'm asleep. I fell asleep on the couch. She wasn't by. And she's like, what's going on? I'm like, I was playing Animal Crossing. And so then she was like, can you help me with Ripley? Sure. So I went in. I fed Ripley. And I said, come in and wake us up at 11. So I can have, like, maybe three to four hours of sleep. And it will be fine. Nah baby didn't want that. The baby was not happy. Baby woke me up at about 8.30 and said, hey dad, it's time to go to Nana's house. Let's go. And I was so grumpy. And I am. I was so grumpy for the next like five hours just because I was like, I didn't get any sleep. And I already barely had any sleep from the previous two nights. Like one of these days, I'm not going to record one of these because it's like, hey, guys, I slept for 24 straight hours, just so you guys know. Um, but, yeah, it, it was it was a rough time. Uh, right before we bleached my hair, I literally passed out. Like, not fell asleep, passed out. And then I was sitting in the uh, chair waiting for Emily to put the bleach on. And luckily, the bleach burned enough that it woke me up. But, uh, yeah... It wasn't good for your boy for a while there, because there were numerous moments where it was just like, gonk, okay, wait, no, I'm awake, gonk, wake up, I'm awake. So, yeah, I'm, uh, I am grateful, though, because I didn't take any, like, real naps throughout the day, so I'm exhausted right now, and it's 1230, so 
I should be getting some good rest tonight. We can only pray. Actually, no, I know I will, because one of my favorite ASM artists released a video today. So I'm very happy to go inside and get into that. Now, finally, how did I help myself today? And it is the fact that... Uh, I guess the best way to describe how I helped myself is I followed my whimsy because I got a few work things done, but then I thought like, oh man, you know what would be like a cool design? Because uh, I'm thinking about doing interior design in my room and or in the office and I want to give it like this art deco kind of old school magician's club look. And so I designed an art deco BS logo and it looks so badass. It looks really, really cool. Ended up doing that. Ended up making that delicious uh, simple syrup for that whiskey, uh, whiskey cocktail. Ended up hanging out with Emily. And I made a cult in Animal Crossing. That's not a real thing you can do, but at one point I was like, but yeah, it'd be funny if like there was a cult in like the back corner of the room or the back corner of the island. Like if you went the wrong way, you stumbled upon this weird cult and I did that. It was just me having a bunch of weird ideas and like just saying, all right, let's do it. Let's just see where this goes. And that was my day. And I feel like it's kind of what I needed because I still was productive. Like I still did a lot of cool stuff and made a lot of cool things. But well, firstly, it's easy. I could have easily turned this on myself and say like, yeah, but you didn't do this, 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 and this. Yeah, but I couldn't today. Like my mind physically couldn't. My mind didn't have the strength because it didn't have any sleep. It barely had any food. It was rough, y'all. So I I did the best I could with what I had and I still ended up making some kick-ass stuff. So that is what I did today to help myself was by following my whimsy, doing the coolest stuff that I could. And now... Oh, God, I'm so tired. So I'm going to go inside and pass, promptly pass out. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Hey, everybody. It's me again, and it was a rough day. After having a really, really great week, decided to cab it off. Well, I guess I still have tomorrow. And tomorrow I am excited for, because tomorrow I'm going to see Blake... Um, it's going to be the first time in months. I'm very, very excited. I'm going to go see Blake. Uh, and the last time he's going to be in his uh, old apartment before he moves. So we're going we're gonna to sell that place out. And it's going to be a good day tomorrow, hopefully, praying for it. As for today, it was really rough. Uh, best way I can describe it is all of that not e- sleeping and barely eating finally caught up to me. Because I actually, I think I got about six hours of sleep last night, but I'm like, I'm an eight to nine hour boy, so I need a lot, and I've barely gotten any this week, and Ripley woke me up at about 8.30, and I was just like, and the worst part, this baby's psychic, because I think she can tell when I'm starting to feel awake, starting to reach that point of, crap, I guess I'm just going to be awake now, let's be awake, let's play some Animal Crossing, let's try to maintain, and about the moment that that happens is the instant that baby goes to back to sleep. The baby waits for me to be awake and is like, oh good, you're awake now, now I can sleep. I'm like, baby, no! So, barely any sleep in it led to what was a pretty rough day. But we'll talk about it when we get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for? 
And it's jazz, baby. <laughs> Do you like jazz? Because Scotty Mo like jazz. I had a weird day. Because in the past, I've talked about like when I get in these moods like I was in today, and I have to go to the office and work, I need to, I, I guess, decompress with music. And I found in the past, like, heavy metal will work, or maybe happy poppy music will work. Today, nothing was working. Nothing was getting getting my gander, as it was, until I played the uh, Spotify playlist I made that's specifically for when I drink whiskey. And I wasn't drinking, but I just wanted to listen to, like, some Sinatra. And I let it go, and then I hit the radio where it'll just, like, make an automatic playlist based off that playlist. And I found, like, oh, I wish I could remember their name. Future Scotty, put in the name of this band. So the band's name is Ripe, and the song is Goon Squad. Go check it out. And it was like this beautiful, jazzy, happy, upbeat music. And it was one of those moments where I'm like trying to stay upset, but I'm like, dang it, no, I gotta dance. I gotta dance. This feels good. So yeah, discovering new music and letting it kind of drive you and take you, that's what really, really was awesome today. That's what really helped me through that morning. So I'm very grateful for it, for that jazz, because it, it saved me. Because if I was still in the mood I was in when we recorded Fight Boys, things would have probably went down here really quick. Because Fight Boys sometimes gets a little, a little, it gets fighty. It gets fighty. So yeah. Now what did I do that was awesome? And here's the thing. Other than record and edit Fight Boys, which was a meh middle of the road episode, I did nothing all day. Hung out with the baby, ate CeCe's pizza, and played Animal Crossing. It was like the ultimate quarantine day of watch or play Animal Crossing and be sad. That's what I did today. So let's just talk about how awesome Animal Crossing is and what I did and did today. I set up, I, firstly, as I've stated before, my island is called Papa John's. We are a shack-owned Papa John's. We have no associations with John Schlatter, Schlattery, I think is his name, the evil Papa John's. Uh, we do have a cult that worships him, though, so we have to try to keep that cult at bay before they resurrect him back onto the board of directors. Yes, I have a backstory for my Animal Crossing Island. Fight me. Uh, but I set up our wrestling arena, so we're going to have this really dope wrestling uh, like area you can go watch wrestling in. I finally set up the backyard where my new house is going to be. I started working out like what I need to do each individual day. Uh, like I said, I'm bullet journaling this, so like uh, today I moved my house to where it's supposed to go, so when I wake up tomorrow, my house is going to be in its new location. I started setting up that wrestling ring. I worked on the cult a little bit. I finished my orchards. My orchards look really, really nice, and I started adjusting the Papa John sign because I have a giant welcome to Papa John sign that you see when you fly over so you can see it from like the sky and I started adjusting it today to make it look a little more compact packed and a little more sleek and I think I did a good job so that's what I did that was awesome today which proves how sad of a day it was is when I say the thing I did that was awesome was make a giant Papa John sign at Animal Crossing now what did I do that's not awesome and like I said all that lack of sleep and the lack of food. I didn't realize, I guess it's because I'm in like a depressed state. I hadn't realized how little I had been eating. Not to a point of like eating crumbs, but 
instead of eating the healthy way, which is like, you know, an average, like maybe 500, 300 to 500 calories every five hour or every three hours, I'm sorry, or even three square meals a day. It's just one giant meal and nothing for the rest of the day. And that's killed me. Like one day, all I had was some donuts from Dunkin' and coffee. That's not healthy. So all that caught up to me to a point where it made hypersense my hypersensitivity my my hypersensitivity superpower on lock the scotty senses were tingling and when i get in that hypersensitive state i also like overthink things way too much to a dangerous amount and today is Friday, which is usually a very happy day for me. We watch RuPaul, we watch Dave, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. We watched none of that. Um, we could have probably watched RuPaul, but uh, one of our family friends needed a haircut, so he came by at like five. I was asleep at this point, because one of the things I did to help myself today was take a nap. Emily took Ripley to her mom's house about two, and I said, I'm gonna take a nap. So I think I took a two, three hour nap. So that made me feel a little bit better. But, uh, so when I woke up, he was there. I didn't want to get out and communicate because I was already a little sad. And so I just sat in there and played on Animal Crossing. And then Emily was like, do you want to come talk to him? I'm like, hold on a minute. I, I just, I don't feel good right now, which was true. I just didn't feel good. And so then she was like, yeah, she told you to, uh, like F off talking to him. And I was like, that's not, don't say that. Don't make me feel like that's how I'm acting. Cause I'm just depressed. So that happened. Then she had to go pick up Ripley. By the time she got back, it was about seven 30 and it was just a matter of me feeling like this day, Friday, which is the day me and her get to hang out, we order takeout, we get pizza. It's essentially our date night as it was. Uh, the fact that it kind of got rent and taken away from me really took me out. Like, it really killed me to a point where at one point I wasn't able to talk. So it was one of those panic attack depressive episodes where I was just crying, couldn't talk, could barely move. And at one point I looked up and had this realization of I can't be here right now. And that sucks is when you're in your own home and you're like, I have to leave. And that's where I was at. Um, and it was just simply because it felt like she wasn't taking our date night pre as preciously as I do. And I know, like, you gotta be able to roll with the punches. Rule of improv. Keep keep going no matter what changes. But it, it ruined me tonight. And I guess it was just because of the state I was in due to the lack of sleep. But just the fact that I was like, no, this is our night. Why don't you? And, and later I talked to her about it once I had calmed down. She's like, yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't realize you had felt that way about this night. And I'm like, yeah, I do. <laughs> so that's what I did that was not awesome. Was have that long crappy panic attack. That made me out of my, forced me out of my house. Now, what did I do today to help myself? And it is ask for help. It is by saying, hey, I'm bad at this. I need help. And the way I did that was I, uh, I think I talked about on the show a couple of weeks ago, I did a seminar with this uh, pro wrestling announcer called Mark Adam Haggerty. Check him out if you ever want to learn about social media. And he did a social media seminar. So it helped me out in ways I really liked it. But he, the, the most precious part, the real nugget of gold at the bottom of this barrel of treasure, is the fact that he left a personal email where you can message him and ask for advice, ask him questions. And we just released 
JWF Monday Night Ignition about a month ago. It is a pro wrestling audio drama, and it's not gotten any traction. No one's paying attention to it, and I kind of expected that because everything else I do, people search for. People search for a pro wrestling news podcast. People search for a self-help podcast, for a creativity podcast. The majority of the stuff I do are easy sells. Pro wrestling without visuals is not an easy sell. So I knew it wasn't going to be big, but I it's one of those projects that I just believe in. I just believe in it so much that I'm like, I want, I need this. I need this to be big. I need it. And so I messaged Mark just saying like, hey, what the hell do I do? Like that's straight. I, I think that was verbatim what I said. What the hell do I do to promote this? so people can hear it and people can enjoy it. And I'm not telling you guys to listen. If you, I know not everybody who listens to this show is going to enjoy pro wrestling. So you don't have to, but I'm saying, how do I put this in front of the right eyes? And I think that's probably... that. It's one of those things that I kind of want to do every day, like set that up as like a daily goal, uh, is each day message someone asking for help in some way. Uh, for instance, in the past, there's a wrestler I really love and admire. His name's Gentleman Jervis. He is also a wrestling writer. He's a really good creative wrestling mind. I just messaged him like, hey, is this, how do I do, how do I make a match? Like, how do I structure a match out? And asked him all these questions. So just like asking for help daily is something I think I need to do because it's really easy to get caught in my own little editing bubble and be like, oh, this is all I do. And then I don't need to ask for help because I know what to do. But if I, like, I, I feel like I need help. And so as I think I want to start asking for help from people every single day. Um, <clears throat> but for now, I'm going to go inside and get some rest because it is three in the morning. I've been editing for the past three hours and I've gone a little bit insane. So I'm going to go and get some well-earned sleep and I will see you guys tomorrow. It's me again, and I'm recording this on Sunday because, look, I hung out with Blake today. Do I need to say it? Although I will say I'm proud of myself because I didn't. I think we only had one drink. We only had one drink, but I was still so profoundly exhausted by the time that, by the time I got out of there, I was just so exhausted. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's move it till Sunday. But yes, it was a very good day. Got to see my boy. Got to do a lot of work. Finished the season finale of Deviant. And oh my God, it turned out 10 times better than I ever possibly thought it would. So make sure to check that out if you can. But For now, let's get into the four pillars of awesomeness. Number one, what am I grateful for today? And it's a little bit weird, but nostalgia. Things that make me feel nostalgic. And I I realized how much I love nostalgia when I was driving back and listening to The Adventure Zone. And I remembered, like, the first year of me and Emily dating before we had gotten married, before any of that, it was predicated on doing exactly that, driving long distances and listening to the Adventure Zone. It's so much that I can pinpoint, like, exact moments in our relationship while listening to the Adventure Zone. So I could literally be like, oh, yeah, 
We were um, at the end of the 11th hour arc. We were in Panama City Beach. During this, we were going here. Like this, it's this awesome being like time capsule that will take you back. It's one of the reasons I like whiskey because whiskey, uh, the smell of it can take it take over your memory and take you back to old old times. So stuff like that, stuff like here's a bizarre one. Justin Bieber's "Sorry." I know, I don't listen to Justin Bieber ever, but that song takes me back to, like, working out every single day and going to the gym and not having headphones, so I would just be forced to listen to their stuff and listen to, like, Sorry all the time, and for some reason now, every time I hear Justin Bieber's Sorry, I'm like, yeah, let's get it, let's get worked up, let's get some muscle in it, so I'm grateful for that. Um, Oh, another thing that made me strangely nostalgic was the Muppet ABC show, which they reboot the Muppets, but like as an office parody, essentially, like a parody of The Office. And it's a really good show, but it really made me nostalgic for living down at Disney and getting to go to see the Muppets, um, the Great American Muppet Story, or whatever it's called at, uh, I, I think they do that one in Magic Kingdom, or going to see Muppet Vision at Hollywood Studios. The Muppets, to me, do really feel more like a, a Disney World IP than a normal world IP, so I love nostalgia. Now, what did I do today that is awesome, and I've already teased it, but I... Re- I finished Deviant. The first season is done. My mind has no idea where to go next. I know it has to keep going. I left it on a cliffhanger. I just don't know where I'm going with it, but it turned out so perfectly. It turned out exactly the way I wanted it to, where there was a part of me that was like, this is the last episode. We've got to do all these epic things. And I think the realization that last episode was kind of the flash ending, and then this was more of the denouement, that helped me a lot because it helped me draft a better season finale, where all of the stuff has been resolved, and now we kind of get to see where our characters go from here. You get to find out that there's a mole working inside the uh, the space marines and they've got to find out who it is you find out all of these little cliffhangers and then of course there's a sing-along it's just really good and it turned out exactly like i wanted it to i'm trying to breeze like i'm trying to go through these really fast because i've already edited this week's episode other than these parts and i'm like oh this one's very long now what did i do that's not awesome and like i said went to hang out with blake uh he loved the cocktail i made it was a really really good time the problem is Me and Blake were some very hungry boys last night. Apparently, we wanted a lot of food, so we ordered two single-serving Blaze pizzas, which was fine. At one point, though, Blake looked down and said, I want to order all the desserts. And I said, what? He goes, I'm going to order every dessert they have. And I said, okay, that's cool. You live your bliss if you want to do that, I guess. But we fill up on all of those. And even then, I was staring out like, cookie sounds pretty damn good right now. So I ordered insomnia cookies, which did lead to the weirdest text I've ever... Like, you know when you order from DoorDash and they'll be like, your order's outside your door, I've left it there... It was like that, but they were talking like they were trying to flirt with me, and it was hilarious. If you want to see it, I put it on my Twitter um, of just this weird exchange we got. But yeah, then we ate cookies and ice cream, and I downed like a little pint of milk thing, and... Yeah, I wasn't feeling good (laughs) last night. So much so that, like, I got up to leave and was like, 
I'm going to have to just take a minute right now because, whew, I ate so much. I ate so much. I ate un- so unhealthily last night that I ended up doing what I did to help myself yesterday, and that is finally give in and download Noom. I didn't want to because Noom is very good at advertising and that anytime someone's super good at advertising, uh, advertising it puts me off because I'm like, I see it everywhere. It's probably a scam. It's probably another thing. So, no. And so I finally gave in last night and was like, well, if if it's everywhere, they've got the money. That means something's had to work through this. So actually, they're doing like a free trial thing right now. So I'm doing the free trial. I'm going to see how it turns out, see how I like it, because I do want to get back into like counting calories. That way I don't end up doing what I did last night and eating so much. Because I also feel like if I count calories, it'll help me eat. Because even today, Sunday, I woke up worked on Animal Crossing, took a nap, and by the time I had woken up, I realized it's like 5 o'clock and I have not eaten all day. So I feel like keeping track of calories is also going to force me to eat at regular intervals and not have these big blow-off meals that I do in the middle of the day where I eat so much. So yeah, I ate too much last night, but it's hopefully going to lead me down a good path. I will say I'm still only 245 pounds somehow. Like, I thought I would have ballooned up even more, but that's still not a healthy weight. I want to get down, and hopefully Noom will help me do it. But yeah, like I said, it was a fantastic day. There wasn't much that happened. It was just kind of like a lot of sleeping, a lot of going up to visit Blake, and then a lot of editing. And it led to some really fun stuff and a really good day, but... There wasn't much to talk about, so I will uh, leave you guys, and I will see you tomorrow, next week. You know, it's Sunday. I'm already here. Holy crap, it was such a good week. I forgot how good of a week it was, especially after Friday, because, like, one negative day can kind of turn your perspective to be like, man, this whole week was terrible. But no, it was a really good week, like, just looking on it and taking inventory of the whole week, and if I really learned anything from it, it's just like, hey, Follow your bliss. Do what you want. Make, if you want to start trying to be a a mixologist, just start trying it. Just start doing it. If you want to start doing t-shirt designs or doing weird, like, bleaching experiments, just do it. That's where I was at. This was a week of very much just doing it and seeing what came out. And it led to some really cool stuff. Because variety is the spice of life. And for me, I had gotten stuck in that editing, writing, recording rut for so long that I was like, is this it? No, and it doesn't have to be it. Like, you can keep doing your normal work, but keep adding in new fun stuff to try out. And that's kind of where I'm at today. But for now, I will leave you guys and let you know to support the show. Go to patreon.com slash load of BS. You get exclusive content like me also. Hopefully that episode's coming out this week where I talk about this, uh, the last six months. Because, of course, we reached our six-month anniversary a few weeks back. So I decided to go back, listen to those first few episodes, and see how I've grown, seen how I've changed, and it was a really fun experiment. Um, So check that out. Donate to the Patreon. Pick up your Me Again merch online at merch.aloadofpurebs.com, ladies and gentlemen. And of course, remember to send all your questions, comments, and psychiatric concerns to me on Twitter at ScottyMo. That is S-C-O-T-T-Y-E. 
M-O. And until next time, don't forget to be awesome, and I won't forget to be me again. <laughs>